This is the Blue White Breakdown, the premier podcast for all things Penn State football. Talk about culture. It's something that should show up in every aspect of your program. It's the Blue White Breakdown, brought to you by Penn Live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Penn State football fans. Whenever you're listening to this, Penn State has a new offensive coordinator. This is the Blue White Breakdown. Presented by Penn Live, Johnny McGonigal joining you for a little solo mission here. Uh, minutes after Penn State has, you know, reportedly and, and Penn Live has confirmed uh, that Penn State is is set to hire a new offensive coordinator, Andy Kotelnicki. Kotelnicki. We'll find out how to pronounce his last name correctly in the coming days. But the Kansas offensive coordinator is Penn State's new offensive play caller, the man that James Franklin is entrusting. Uh, to develop Drew Aller, to work with Nick Singleton, Katron Allen, and to get this offense running after Mike Yersich was fired following the Michigan loss uh, in November. And you know this will be Penn State's sixth offensive coordinator uh, after uh, Yersich was fired, the sixth, or sixth offensive coordinator in James Franklin's what will be 11 seasons uh, at Penn State. The news was first reported by the Athletics' Bruce Feldman on Thursday – uh, around 4.30, um, you know, 4.15, 4.30. And so now we're recording this, uh, you know, pretty much right after the fact. And uh, this was something that, you know, had been brewing for a couple of days. There were some some flight aware, uh, you know, flight status checkers out there on Twitter trying to figure out if James Franklin had taken a flight from State College to Lawrence. Uh, you know, however, he ultimately got in contact with Kansas's offensive coordinator, this is the guy. This is the guy that James Franklin has decided uh, will take the reins of the offense and lead Penn State into the 2024 season, a very important season. You know, no more divisions in the Big Ten, uh, no more, no Michigan on the schedule, Washington, USC, UCLA, and Oregon coming into the fold in the Big Ten, and a 12-team playoff. And Penn State has plenty of uh, options to work with on offense. Um didn't get the job done this season, specifically on the offensive side of the ball against Ohio State and against Michigan. Uh, but James Franklin is banking on Andy Kotelnicki to be the guy uh, to, that unlocks his Penn State offense, that reinvigorates it, that reignites it. Uh, Maybe similar to a way that Joe Moorhead did in 2016 and 2017. Um, yeah, the, the hire doesn't necessarily come out of left field, despite you know, Andy kind of keeping a, a relatively low profile. I mean, that, that kind of comes with the territory, I guess, of being the Kansas offensive coordinator. But Kansas, Kansas has been good the last couple of seasons. Um, bowl eligible for the last two years, uh, working under, you know, head coach uh, Lance Leipold, who came over from Buffalo. Uh, that's where uh, Andy ended up, uh, or how he ended up in Lawrence. Really an interesting journey. Uh, for Penn State's new offensive coordinator, you know he was a center uh, at the D three level in his playing career. Uh, you know, started his, his play calling career at his alma mater, followed by two years uh, in D two, and then went one back to back national titles at the D three level at Wisconsin Whitewater uh, with Lance Leipold. Then went to Buffalo, uh, spent half a decade there calling plays, and followed Leipold uh, to Kansas and. You know, Kansas is a, is a basketball school. They are not a football school by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, the hire of Lightbold was an interesting one at the time and one that has worked out uh, for the Jayhawks and him bringing, you know, Kotelnicki with him has really worked out well. I mean, they've been bowl eligible, like I mentioned, the last two years. 
Uh, last year was their first bowl game since 2008. Uh, Kansas has averaged 35, you know, they averaged 35 and a half points in 2022, 33 and a half points this year. Um, you know, a 14 and 11 combined record, which for, you know, if, if you're Penn state, that that's, that's grounds for being fired. If you're at Kansas, that's grounds for celebration. Uh, and Kansas fans will definitely, uh, be upset to lose their offensive coordinator because of what he's done with that offense over the last two years. Uh, the athletics, Max Olson had a really good profile of Andy last year, uh, and described, you know, his offense and his scheme, as a wildly multiple and constantly clever attack, one that prides itself above all else on creativity that causes confusion. If you guys have watched Kansas at all this year, you'll know what Max was writing about last year, what I'm talking about today. Uh, you know, they've used pre-snap motions, movement, you know, it's a great effect. They've spread the ball around. I think last year they had five running backs who were involved, a lot of receivers and, you know, pass catchers involved. They've generated a lot of chunk plays. Uh, they had 85 plays of 20 yards or more in 2022, which was the eighth most in the FBS. And you look at what Penn State's offense has done or, frankly, has not done this year. Uh, that's a big reason why Mike Yurcich was dismissed as Penn State's offensive coordinator. This is an offense that struggled not only in the passing game, but in the running game to create big plays. Uh, Nick Singleton, you know, the, the, set, the guy who had seven carries of 40 yards or more last year. Uh, despite that game against Michigan State, hasn't looked the same. The passing game ha just hasn't had much pop. You've had receivers, you know, whether it's giving up on routes at times or miscommunications on routes, it just, you know, against the, the lower level of competition that Penn State has played uh, from UMass all the way up to, you know, Maryland and, and Northwestern, uh, we've seen the offense put up points and put up yards and look good. You know, look at what they did to Michigan State in the regular season finale at Ford Field last week. But, you know, against Ohio State, against Michigan, combining for only 27 points, you know, 3.8 yards per play, five of 30 on third down. That was the, you know, that Michigan game was really the nail in the coffin uh, for Mike Yursich and, you know, set James Franklin on this quest to find yet another offensive coordinator. And I think he got a good one. And, and by all accounts, you look around, you know, the reaction, um, you know, from the national media, from those who cover college football. Uh, you know, from a wider lens, uh, th this is a, a hire that's already getting, you know, grade A marks, uh, which is really good to see. Um, you know, if, if you're a Penn State fan, if you're James Franklin, uh, and, and to be frank, you know, the, the Mike Yursich hire was also met with a lot of applause and a lot of praise. So we'll see, you know, we'll see how it goes, right? We'll see how the 2024 season goes. Um, but this is a hire that makes, I think, a lot of sense. It's a step up for Andy Kotelnicki to, to come to uh, not only Penn State, but the Big Ten, a team that is you know, competing uh, to be in the college football playoff. And, and obviously next year with the 12-team playoff in full effect, Penn State's um, goal will be to, you know, to get there and to compete for a national title and compete for a Big Ten title. Um, and, and we mentioned some of the pieces and Drew Aller and even Bo Perbula. Um, and I'm interested to see you know, what the Bo Perbula package is going to look like next year uh, because you know Kansas has used some triple option. I mentioned all the movements and the preset motion and generating big plays and getting a lot of guys involved. Um, they've used some triple option with their quarterback, Jalen Daniels, down there. And so don't be surprised if, if we see a little bit of more Bo Perbula next year. Um, but I, I do think that you know he's worked with multiple quarterbacks as well uh, this year specifically. 
Um, you know, because Daniels got hurt, Jason Bean, their backup, got hurt, and, and they were still winning with a third string quarterback. Um, the competition level is obviously different in the Big 12 as compared to the Big 10, but um, you know, you look at what Penn State has from a quarterback you know standpoint, from a running back standpoint, they're gonna hit the portal really hard in trying to find wide receivers. And I still think they have enough guys um, you know, in that wide receiver room that you should feel a little confident, at least, you know, based on the talent that they can develop and become pieces, even though um, it hasn't necessarily bore out that way in the 2023 season. Uh, that's something that James Franklin really has focused on the last couple of weeks when he's been asked about his wide receivers and uh, about you know, interim play callers, Jay Wan Sider and Ty Howell, um, about how they've utilized those certain receivers. Me and Bob Flounders talked about that earlier this week on the Blue White Breakdown. And I think Andy Kotelnicki is the kind of guy that will come in, assess what he has, and just use those pieces, um, you know, to the best of his ability, and put them in position to, you know, succeed. And as bad as the wide receiver room might have seemed this year, and how doom and gloom it might have seemed, you know, Penn State is more talent at wide receiver than Kansas does. And look at what you know Andy's been able to do there in Lawrence over the last two seasons. So. Um, uh, you know, a hire is, is done. You know, he is the guy now Penn state with James Franklin, with Danny Kotelnicki and all of the, um, members of the offensive coaching staff, they're going to be, like I mentioned, hitting the portal hard, uh, you know, floating that out to obviously shoring up your recruiting classes, not only in 2024, but 2025 and 2026. Um, but yeah, hitting the portal hard and making sure that you get, uh, a receiver or two, or maybe even three, uh, in the door uh, to help Drew Aller, you know, reach his full potential. Because in the short term, that has to be one of the main goals. Uh, this is a five-star quarterback who com- who comes in with all the talent in the world, and uh, you know, while he had 23 touchdown passes and one interception in, in his first year as a starting quarterback, uh, there were times, especially against Ohio State and Michigan, where it didn't look like Drew. Um, you know, was that kind of uber talented player. Um, and so I think a lot had to do with the pieces around him. And that includes the guy calling plays. And so Mike Yersich is no longer here. It's the Annie Kotelnecki. And I will I will get that pronunciation down uh, maybe as soon as, you know, next week, if we're able to talk, um, you know, the Penn State's new offensive coordinator once he becomes official here, uh, once Penn State sends something out. Um, on Sunday, uh, we'll be talking to James Franklin, most likely, uh, after whichever bowl, uh, Penn state ends up in, uh, it's looking right now, like it's going to be a new year six bowl. And, uh, you know, that those announcements will come at, I think two fifteen, two thirty on Sunday. And then later that day, you know, James will be made available to the media. It, you know, if it's a new year six bowl, even if it's not, uh, he might talk to us as well. They might set something up there. Uh, with the bowl. So we'll be able to ask him about Andy if he's official by then, which I would expect uh, to be the case by then. So more to come on this, surely more to come on penlive.com uh, today, tomorrow, the next day. Again, whenever you're listening to this, just go on penlive and we'll have you covered. Uh, just an emergency pod here uh, just to say what's up and 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 talk about Penn State's new offensive coordinator hire. Uh, again, more to come in the future. That's Johnny McGonigal on the Blue White Breakdown. This has been the Blue White Breakdown, brought to you by Penn Live.